Thanks so much for tuning in to the bonus episode. Uh, We're going to be talking about the rest of George Floyd's trial. For those of you guys that just happen to be listening to this second one here, I'm only calling it George Floyd's trial because I don't want to uh, say his name. So we're going to, we call him the officer, right? Yep, or the murderer. The murderer. That's what I like. (laughs) Because it's appropriate. No lies detected. So this is going to be pretty quick, guys. Uh, So pretty much today uh, is day 12 of the trial. And this is when the prosecution, my God, the prosecutor rests today. So Mm -hmm. we're done on this side of, you know, basically explaining everything that happened for George's side of things. And uh, just to give a quick little recap, basically what happened from the last episode to now is there were a bunch of witnesses that were called to the to the stand in addition to expert witnesses and w- expert um, testimony. Yeah, mm-hmm. expert testimony. And so, um, like, I think before we talked about that George's girlfriend was on there. They had the ambulance drivers. They had some of the staff that was at the hospital testify. Um, they had a doctor from the hospital testify. They had expert witnesses talk talking about you know the levels of fentanyl that was inside of him and what that would look like they also had a cardiologist and that what the cardiologist said and i really just want to take this time right now to give a high five to the cardiologist who mm-hmm. did so well did you see that i did i did he was not wavered he did by there was one of the best testimonies i ever saw he that the defense attorney tried so hard to make him say that George Floyd died from a heart attack or because of drugs. Right. And he knocked it out every single time. Like, no, if that's what you're asking me, no. He literally, it was almost like the defense attorney threw his pen and paper down and said, fuck it. Right. It <laughs> <laughs> walked away, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it was also very, very much the same thing with the, the doctor who was, you know, working on George and also like the expert witnesses that looked at everything they were able to like um, connect the dots and say listen there's no way that we can bring somebody back to life mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the question you're asking me he was dead when he got here and he's dead now and that's pretty much that I right. know that's very insensitive guys and I don't mean that to come across to be insensitive but that I mean if I'm lying y'all say something no you're right yep and also his brother testified and that was pretty much just to show the man that George was to kind of tie everything up because so much of the the remaining of the testimony wasn't necessarily like um, emotional, mm. right? And usually like a strategy to these type of things. So that was that strategy there. That's kind of how they ended things up. So today was the first day of the defense and the defense had... Um, Shawanda Hill who was the passenger the female passenger in the car and then there was a male passenger in the car she was Shawanda was in the back seat and the male passenger was in the front passenger seat um so with the male passenger I'm not gonna say his name and that's for respect from him Mm -hmm. because he decided that he was not he didn't he, he he took his the fifth amendment right yeah he didn't want to testify for fear that he would perjure himself down the down the line mm-hmm. and that's smart mm-hmm. so because of that i'm just going to respect his wishes and keep it moving right 
But what I am going to talk about is Miss Hill. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about how this reminded me very much, seeing her testimony today reminded me of the Zimmerman trial where there was the young girl who was on trial. I don't know if any of you guys remember me talking about that before, but there was the young girl, the girl that actually was on the phone with Trayvon Martin while he was killed. Um, Shawanda was an awful witness. She was hostile. Yep. She clearly didn't want to be there. She didn't have any um, sway either way. Mm-hmm. So whereas early in the te- early in the um, trial, you would see that the onlookers had a disdain for the defense attorney, whereas they were much more light for the prosecutor. So in this instance, Shawanda just had attitude to everyone. There were actually times where she was rolling her eyes, where she snapped at the attorney. She even snapped at the <laughs> the prosecutor, you know? So, like, it, it was crazy to me, like, when they asked her questions about whether or not... What it seemed to me was that the purpose for her was to see whether or not George was alert or not. Because remember that the defense is trying to say that he was under the influence. So they're trying to prove that he was nodding off and not his regular self. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have the wherewithal to be able to know that she needed to say this to say that he wasn't that way. That he wasn't lethargic. That he was alert. That he was his regular self. She did say that he was asleep in the car Mm -hmm. when the police approached him. Um, But she also said he was asleep not because he was high, but because he had worked two jobs and was tired as hell and offered her a ride home. Right. So, you know, this is just one of those things that I really wish that, like, attorneys were able to better train some people because... When it, and I'm speaking specifically to us as people in the community, as people who feel like we know George, right? Yes. When you're marching, when we're out here, when we're when we're standing our ground, and that's a bad term, but when we're doing our thing, when we're protesting, right? Mm-hmm. We're saying all these coulda, woulda, shouldas, right? And this woman has the opportunity to literally stand up for her friend who was killed. And instead of her doing this in a way that was great... She did it in a way where it seemed like it was a bother. Right, right, right. So that's pretty much where we were on that. And I just just want people that are listening, just know if you ever get called, do your due diligence for that person because they deserve it. You know, you can sway the jury. They're just regular people like you and me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's that piece. And then, um, so the defense basically called um, a use of force expert who basically said that um, the murderer did everything that was right, that they didn't see him do anything wrong. They called retired officers and retired paramedics to basically counter, you know, what the uh, prosecution right. had been saying. expected to happen in the trial. You know, they're going to bring their expert witnesses. They're going to say that, you know, he was wrong. They're going to bring their things that say that he was right. At the end of the day, I still don't even understand why we're having a trial. Like... Mm-hmm. You, it's on video but you know what they gotta go through the hoops and the show and the you know the circus that's what mm-hmm. it's a fucking circus it's a circus Um, because there's just no way that you in my in my opinion that there's anything justified about um, you leaning on somebody's neck and then I 
and what drives me crazy is the whole thing with the lieutenant, right? He's like, I'm scared I got my car. The guy goes, you should be scared. But the whole, uh, the murderer's defense is, oh, we were afraid of the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Talking dead to us. But here you have a cop talking, like cops talk shit all the time to people. And we got to take that, but you can't tell somebody yelling at you to check his fucking pulse. That's, exactly. that's intimidating to you. Okay. Exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody's here for that shit. But so, like I said, guys, it would be pretty quick, um, and that's pretty much what's going on. So we will pop back in next week and let you know where things are. I will say that the judge did say that he was hoping that um, he could send home the jury, you know, with a few days off, and uh, you know the also the defense also asked for the jury to be sequestered mm. because they didn't want them to be influenced by what's going on right now with the murder of Mr. Wright. Okay. So guys, we will keep you po- Oh, and the judge said no. He said hell no, they're not in fear of anything that's going on not going to happen. So, um let's just keep our fingers crossed that this keeps going in the direction that it's going. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel swayed. I didn't feel like um that the defense did a great job today. I felt like they were doing the very bare minimum and nothing that they showed was tilting me to, to worry. Um, I, I don't have any reasonable doubt, at least myself. Right. But I'm biased. Mm-hmm. But anyway, guys, so <laughs> thanks for listening. We hope that this was helpful for you. Have any comments or, you know, anything, you know, leave us a message. Uh, shout us out on Twitter. Go visit our um, YouTube, Metafolds podcast on youtube and metafold one on twitter peace out guys bye